Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me. Here are classic hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thursday, 14th of January, Friday's Eve, folks. Welcome along. Welcome along, PJ Gallagher. To your very own show. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, now, come here, listen. I've a question for you already. Yeah, what's up? What's going on? Check what's... out your little WhatsApp machine there for a moment because we have a Hold we've on, had yeah. a thing in from Paul and Cabra. Oh yeah? And he says, lads, just about to start a course. And I've seen PJ on one of the posters. I've seen this before. He gets his head in anywhere. What is this? I've seen this before. Someone sent me this before. It's Look not out me. for each other. It's not me, obviously, but it's a fella who's a ringer for me. And he's in this program, the safety program that they do on building sites. For people so, who are driving. Um, what is that? It looks like it's been taken from inside of a, a forklift, is it? Yeah, I don't know. There's a series of them. I've been given every picture in the series. Are you... Honestly, I was about to say, are you serious? <laughs> I am serious. I am serious. So there's a sub, there's a there's a PJ Gallagher impersonator who's making his money out of health and safety. Yeah, this is like there's there's posters and a pamphlet going around, and the fella in the posters and the pamphlet looks exactly like me. And to be there's fair another now, one I mean, his head through a wall, through a plaster wall. <laughs> his head through a wall. Yeah, and it looks exactly like something out of a sketch that we would have done years ago. Like I can see it myself. for ringers for each other. So this is a this is a guy that looks like he's the wrong side of a forklift that's carrying I don't know bricks or something. Yeah, yeah. And he's got his. He looks like he's in like it's just hit him or he, something. Yeah, he's just he he jumped in front of it. I suppose at a casual glance, it does look a bit like you. Oh, yeah, mate, you should see the other one. The one with the head through the wall, Jim. I'm telling you, he's a dinger for me. Yeah. And the or scenario, it's like, if any man is going to put his head through a wall, and the thing it's going to be PJ Gallagher. And he looks happy about it. Like, he, that's the thing. He looks like he's, ha- he's delighted he's caused a terrible workplace accident. Oh, oh man. I don't yeah. know whether to be... There's loads of them. Do you remember the fella, the fan in Bulgaria? Do you remember him? That's he looks right. exactly yeah, like yeah, me as well. Yeah. Somebody texted in the other day as well, and I had a look, I couldn't see it, but apparently there's a lad who plays rugby for Ulster. Yeah. Burns, I think. Billy Burns might be his name. And this, and she thought that you were basically the one and the same person. Well, you see, this and I looked at a picture of him, and I have to say, I couldn't really see the resemblance at all. Well, you see, this, is what, this happens to me all the time, because I have such a non-remarkable face. A malle- malleable face. With just a very you can non- become, Do you know something? That's probably the secret. Photo. Every sorry, every single drawing that's been done for looking for a murderer or a burglar looks exactly like me. So you're the ultimate photo fit. I'm the ultimate photo fit face. I look like everybody. I look like everybody. Do you know what it is? That's probably the secret of why your impersonations and stuff are so good. Yes. You basically just you're a chameleon. You you morph into people. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Like that's what. Yeah, obviously, it's just. It's, yeah. uh, it's actually it's like you're being right. in the same room you're with right. the person. It's not just an unfortunate, very pedestrian face. <laughs> it's actually an amazing talent. To blend in. Thank you, Jim, for correcting that. that. You are literally, you are the true everyman. I know. So you can't tell the difference from me and Nelson Mandela or Prince Charles or Rowan Keaton. Basically the same person. This is the Rowan Keaton. <laughs> Moving on up from uh, M People here at Classic Hits, almost a quarter past six. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Friday's Eve, Thursday, 14th of January. About to do the birthdays, but... It looks like we've opened a can of worms, PJ. Oh, here we go. Because uh, now they're all at us. John has been on. John Heavey's been on. He's sat there sending us a picture of some lad who's in the crown. I know. I see that, yeah. I do see you it. see the resemblance in yourself there? I, I do, don't. yeah. I, I do, yeah. I and then you're, n- you're not going to like this. Look what the Lily White sent Oh, jeepers. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. I'm trying to remember his name. Oh. But basically, the Lily White has sent a picture of a Liverpool player from the, well, I don't know, early 90s. Oh, wearing a Reebok jersey. What's his know? name again? I think he was, did they get him from Derby Miller. or something? Is it? No, Ma- it's not Miller. Mark something, is it maybe? Anyway, I can't remember. I can't remember his name. But, um, of course not me. I blacked it out. <laughs> and now you're being reminded me. Oh. That's not, I mean, there's no resemblance there, surely to God. I Do don't. you even see it? I don't, of course I don't. Shut your dirty <laughs> mouth. Unbelievable. <laughs> Anyway, right, listen, birthdays today, are, they're sort of weird, to be honest with you, though. It was, you know, I was, I was scraping a little bit, I have right, to Right, okay. But anyway, first one up is uh, actor Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Who you would know from, uh, what would he, that you liked him in? You liked him in that Netflix thing where he was having to hide all the drug money. What was that thing? What was that? Um, remember, and he moved The to, Goonies, was it? No, he moved to the little town... And he bought, oh, the, he bought the hotel and everything. I and know what you're talking about. They made an, another series of it then. The, uh, something no, is it? Oh, the, yes, yes. The, something no. Go on. Keep on that. The Ozarks. The Ozarks. The o- Ozark. That's Ozark. the one. 
That's the Ozark, one. yeah, he was good in that. That's and of course, show. weren't you a fan of Arrested Development? I was, yeah. I, 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 yeah well. very, that's very good, yeah. That's yeah. very good. It gets a gets a little tired when you watch it over and over and over again, back to back and back. Yeah. Uh, but very good, yeah. It's like I watched the first series of Ozark and I thought, oh, brilliant. God, that's Same very good. Here. And then the second one came on. I was like, oh, great. I must get into that. And I watched two episodes and I haven't uh, really gone yeah, back to it. Was it. the same. <laughs> I did exactly the same. And now there's a third series up and all, isn't there? Is there? Yeah. Yeah. It's, and people who, like, I, don't, I don't know why I never got back to it. Yeah, no, right. Yeah. It, it just didn't pull. And, like at the end of the fourth season, when the the vicar lad runs out and was the baby in the air yeah, out of the water yeah. I was like oh that's amazing I can't wait for season 2 and, and season then two it came out, along. I'm going to make toast <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely yeah, right yeah. so stick an age on Jason Bateman <sighs> that's not easy like yeah. um, I think he's a very underrated actor I think he's very really much good. so very much so yeah. uh, I'm going to say he's like I don't know 52 or something yes! ah, that'll do 52 that, for that Jason Bateman do. great start Right, okay, what about this LL Cool J? Lady Love Cool J. Ladies Love Cool J. Yeah, remember his videos. He was one of the first to do all that sort of... He tame hip-hop down, so it was TV-friendly. Kind of crossover, like poppy kind of stuff. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it was yeah. all NWA and all of those lads. No. And then sort of Run DMC came along and all, and they were still cool... They were TV friendly, but they were still yeah. had that credibility. But is that LL Cool J? Is he regarded as? I don't know. No, I he, was, didn't, he lost. The I cool. was just going to say. That's what I'm saying. To me, LL Cool J is kind of a touch of vanilla ice. Yeah, he was pop rap. Do you know what I mean? He was the first one to sort of soften the. the yeah. Pop, he was like pop rap, you know, ladies. And there was still ladies were swanning around in bikinis and heels and all. You know, there was still a lot of that going on. But it was he was more, he was very TV and radio friendly for the time. Like, yeah. You know. What was his big song? Oh. I can't remember. I can't remember the name. I can hear it in my head, but I can't think of the name. Do you know that way? Sing it there. Go on, give it. Oh, no. I'll sing a different song. Sing it, Big Tom. Going on. Right, okay. Then LL Cool J. Uh, he's like 54. He, uh, not bad, in fairness. My God, 53. Oh, is he? I wouldn't have been. In a million years, I'd never have guessed even remotely close to his age. Well, I would have thought, you see, because I was around, I was in sort of mid-teens when he had his hit, so that yeah. would put it about right. Not bad at all, 53. Right, what about Giancarlo Fisichella? Oh, jeepers. Which one is he again now? Yo, don't pretend you're not like a Formula One expert. Oh, That you no. don't love your you're Formula such, One. Oh, my God, you kill me with this thing. <laughs> Every time you get me with this thing. Giancarlo Fisichella. Yeah. Um, I just know that name from know, Formula for 1 for some reason I thought of an Italian player in the 1994 World Cup I don't yeah. know why well to be fair I suppose yeah it would fit uh, signed for Ferrari apparently um, uh, Italian Formula 1 driver yeah. I don't know I just as I said it wasn't a magnificent choice I on know the birthdays what you mean, today I know what you mean in fact the, the Fisichella the imaginary football player in my head is a far more interesting <laughs> character to be honest with you yeah I'd say I don't, like, I don't know uh, 36 48. Oh, right. I have the rash. Right, this one should be a good one for you because this is a um, this is a significant birthday, right? So there's a zero in this, right? And legendary actress, actress, mm. steady on, Jim. Stay yeah. off the sh- I must stop on the sherry. Faye Dunaway. Faye, oh, I don't know. Faye Dunaway is like... It's like Faye Dunaway. She is like <laughs> Faye Dunaway. <laughs> I literally went, right, what's a big Faye Dunaway movie? That's it. Oh, I can't, I can't, think, I can't think of it. Do you know the way that happens? Yeah. <laughs> you know that happens? There's a lot of characters like that. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah of like, course, you know. You, you end up arguing that someone's stupid for not knowing them. Yeah. You go, ah, you big idiot. Sure, there, you remember them in the... Uh, with the... Um, no, not that one. Um, remember them in the... Oh jeez, yeah. what's the, oh? And uh, you end up saying things like, you know, with the with the long hair and all. Yeah, what, what's that supposed Remember, to be? He had a watch on <laughs> in it. Yeah, I know, but, but you kind of know that Faye Dunaway is a legendary actress. You just, yeah, yeah, just, she was great in um, with. You know, you know. You know, it's the same with Sophia Loren. You go, right, so, oh. Oh, it's God. Sophia, absolutely oh. What was she in? Oh, um, um, yeah. Dallas, was it? No, no. <laughs> she she um, was in a cardigan, yeah, she, I think, she, when I saw her. Yeah, she was a fine gown. <laughs> uh, so I really don't, I'd say 60. 80. Oh, for God's yeah, sake, right, it was right, miles right, off. Yeah. Don't worry, fear not. Miles fear off. Not. In fact, actually, let me just see if I can, because I really, I should celebrate this fact for you. Hang on a second, let me see if I can. Will it come to course? No. The minute you want it to come to hand, it won't come to hand. Of course not. Oh, look. Yeah, hang on a second, hang on a second. We're going to get rid of that for a moment, and instead we're going to play this. Oh. It is the birthday, the, finally, the birthday of one oh. Carl Weathers. Is it? Do you know who Carl Weathers is? He is um, Apollo Creed. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. 
Apollo Creed from the Rocky movies. Carl Weather oh. celebrating his birthday today. Yeah, the man with like the, with the boldest mustache in boxing in the sixties <laughs> and seventies or the seventies and eighties. Yeah. Yes, he did. I forgot that he did sports a spectacular oh, Ronnie. Spectacular, yeah. yeah. Like it was proper Tom Selleck Ronnie. Like you know, yeah. I'm the baddest man in all the world, and he had a big Ronnie and all. Oh, it was fantastic. He was deadly. He was that. That was the best movie. Yeah, that was the best of all. Now, of them. now the the, the first um, one, the first one, right? Not necessarily the rematch and everything. No, oh no, the first one was. Uh, the, the yeah, the one. first one. Yeah, 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 the yeah. Where he's, that's yeah. right, Jay. Yeah, Apollo where? Creed, the greatest ever. Yeah. He comes out dressed as the flag. Wait, James Brown ripped off Apollo Creed's image for a stage show. Really? Yeah, yeah. Where James Brown, know you know, the Star Spangled top hat and, and gloves and all. And um, uh, uh, James Brown, who ended up doing soundtrack for Rocky Four, but he took the Apollo Creed image. So no he did. way, yeah, I he didn't know that. From the, from the first movie. That's Amazing. mad, isn't it? And then, of course, in Rocky 2, Apollo Creed is still cool, but it gets all very camp. You know, it's belly tops on the beach and tube socks up to the knees. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, So the first yeah. one is the one. The first one's the... And it's such yeah, a brilliant... That's the one where it's the whole kind of ain't going to be no rematch. Ain't going to be no yeah, rematch. That yeah, that one, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. he beats Rocky. Everyone thinks... Everyone that gets the move wrong. He, they forget that Apollo Creed wins the fight. Yeah. And that's why he's like, there ain't going to be no rematch. He nearly killed me. Like, <laughs> I, 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 that was awful. It's a terrible experience. Uh, I got to say that the great, great Carl Weathers, who had a great bit of... He was a great comedy actor too. Happy what? Gilmore. Was he in there? Yeah. He's the golfer that's with, no, with one hand. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. my God. I can't, yeah. re- I can't recall Happy Gilmore at all. Oh, you see, to be honest with you, I have a bit of a blind spot when it comes to Adam Sandler. I don't really like him. I know what you mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's a bit sort of, uh, yeah. like, I wouldn't go on my way to see an Adam Sandler movie, you know what I mean? I love Happy Gilmore, and I love the other one when he goes to school. I mean, look, to be fair, that's probably one of the better ones. Like, that's the one with the granny in it and all that, yeah, isn't it? Like, his granny's yeah. in it and all that. Yeah, yeah. But I know what you mean. Yeah. He sort of tried to do an Al Pacino the same thing and it wore <laughs> off. The thing it wore Very off. Very quickly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, i got to say, Carl Weathers is... Not that young no, a man. No, 73. Yeah! Yes! It's a knockout at the end. There you go. It's That's not bad. That was a close call. Two out, you know, you got That's two. That's not bad going. That's not bad if at all. you knew the Sophia Loren. You can walk away now wearing a, spar- a Star Spaniel top hat. for the day. <laughs> Now you're up to date on the home of 90s at night with Nikki Hayes, weeknights from 7. This is Classic Hits. Cheers. Thank you kindly, John. It's uh, what, almost 6.32. How are things this morning? What sort of form are we in today? Asher, very well. Not too bad. How are God, you God, that's, that's, that's terrible, this, isn't it? He's in good form. I well, know. It's all relative, you know. Yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, we were hoping to kind of, you know, trade off your razor-cutting comments. Well, it depends. And here you are being Mr. Bloom and Jolly. Mr. Well, I wouldn't say Jolly now, Mika. That's somewhere that's unattainable for me, but, you know. Do the best I can. Yeah, I suppose he did say relative, you know. Yeah. So relatively speaking, jo- yeah. jolly is unattainable. Yeah. Have I you? Mean, you've jolly. Given, like you've what? completely given up on happiness, have you? Jolly? Yeah, completely. We don't live in some sort of Narnia, like where we sort of prance around with notions of grandeur and delusion. Like just living a living the grim reality of the wet paths that we walk each and every day. It's, you know. <laughs> Whatever dirty town you inhabit, that's just the grim reality, you know? I I really want to call him Jolly John from now on. I just think it's got such a ring to it. That is fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, true words from the heart there, from John Hart. The wet patches of reality, is that what it is? Yeah, in whatever grim town you want. This sort of cheers me up. You yeah. know, I, I think know. it's just benefiting from knowing somebody is permanently just <laughs> more pissed off than you yeah, are. Yeah, relatively. <laughs> Big movie classic, of course. 80s classic from Kenny Loggins. Footloose. Here are classic hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Ricky Martin ahead of that. Living la vida loca. Uh, Thursday, 14th of January. Friday's Eve, as we like to think about it around these parts. Uh, almost 19 minutes to 7. Thanks a million for uh, letting us hang out with you on your um, on your morning. 087-188-0008 if you need to give us a shout. On the subject of LL Cool J. Romance, she a delight, how sweet. I gotta find me a girl to make my life complete. You can scratch my back, we we'll get cozy and huddle. I'll lay down my jacket so you can walk over a puddle. <laughs> there you go, look I'll at that. i tell you something, yeah. I knew it was, there was a sort of a talky vibe to it. Yeah, I mean... Is there anything more romantic than saying, I'll let you into my house so you can rub my back? <laughs> yeah. I mean, imagine laying down your jacket so you can walk over a puddle. Yeah, but see, when you have about 45 jackets and you're only using one of them every couple of months. I need love. But apparently, that's not the biggie, PJ. Apparently, the uh, people were uh, texting in, loads of people WhatsApped in. So I'm going to see if I can... Um, 
if I can get the one that uh, that everybody was co- here. His this, other, the, the big this, hit. Yeah, this apparently. Um, now let me see if I can if I can get this on without the, the without the ads kind of messing it up, right? Because it's I'm I'm winging a prayer here, stuff, right? But apparently this is more likely. Do you know what this is? No, I don't. Don't call it a comeback. Oh. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my pants. Put suckers in fear. Making the tears rain down like a monsoon. Listen to the bass go. I do know it. This is the one that was in my head, but I couldn't think yeah. of the name of it. Mama said knock you out. There you go. Mama said knock you out. Yeah. Anyway, there you I, go. Uh, to be honest, like, we ended not, up on a weird LL Cool J material. Sure, it isn't. You know what I mean? Like, like the thing. I think he uh, genuinely is. His big achievement was making sort of hip hop pop friendly. Yeah. And the other thing then is he appeared. He went on to do the the acting. Lots of them went on to do the acting oh, thing. They lots all of the rappers. Did then. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was in uh, that NCIS. Was he in that? Yeah. Was he in that? Yeah. Loads of them went to do that around the eighties. And a lot of them went to do the kind of crime thing. You know, as in they like the, a lot of the rappers. Cause didn't Ice Cube did it, didn't he? Uh, yeah, an iced tea. An iced tea. Did it. If you had ice in your name, you were you were <laughs> you were flying for a while. Other than Vanilla, nobody wanted to know him. No, poor old Vanilla. He didn't do much in the old acting world now. You know. <laughs> oh wow. Anyway, yeah, just it was LL Cool uh, J's birthday today, and then we anyway we ended up down a weird LL Cool J shaped wormhole. Yeah, trying to think way, of those amazing hits. I'm actually considering that it may become uh, PJ and LL Cool J in the morning because I found out that it's actually Ladies Love Cool James. Oh, yeah, that's his, yo, is it James? not just Cool J? It's Cool James. What oh, Jesus? Because that's his real name. I tell you something. So I think. Hey, Ladies Love you Cool James. Keep that up now, and Mama will knock you out. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Very yeah, true. Jeepers. Right, folks, uh, listen to uh, all the uh, bits and pieces that you, we have lined up for you on the way uh, in the next hour. Of course, it is the hit bit. That's the big one at the moment uh, because the clue is out there. We're actually sort of almost nearly a little bit surprised that post-clue, it's lasted this long. So obviously, it's a bit of a cryptic one. I don't know. Well, we don't know the answer ultimately, but um, normally when we do the clue, pretty soon after that, it goes. It goes normally, yeah. But it's been out there a little bit. It's been out there since when, actually? Since we came back from so at least a week anyway, isn't so it? Fortnite maybe. And big is the clue. Big mm. is the clue. So if you want to have a go, you, you have a think about that to some degree. 830 quid is what we're trying to give you this morning on the hit bit. Cool. So you know yourself, 087 Any time that passes your mind, go into classic hits and... Check know, out the old previous s- guesses and all that. I was going to say, stick on some LL Cool J <laughs> in the background to maybe set your concentration ready. Uh, but I, 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 I leave us yeah. there. My, uh, Magic Mike is um, is with us this side of the uh, this side of the aisle today. So uh, if you want to give him a shout at any stage, oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. Same applies to the breakfast table quiz. Still looking uh, for unlucky for some could be lucky for you. Thirteen. It's going to need to get to the top of the leaderboard for the. PJ and Jim Classic Hits hoodie. What else is kind of floating? What's occupying your thoughts at the moment, not PJ? Not a huge amount. Brian May is trying to make us all smell like badgers. That's not bad. Uh, smell like badgers? Yes. Yes. Is that considered a good thing? It seems to be with him. He's mad into it. He's giving out about the voice as well. He's on a real one. He's on a rant. No, right. He doesn't like the voice. And uh, he's releasing new perfume. And, he, and he's mad into badgers. He, he can't seem to stop himself. He's, he's like LL Cool J in the back of the car. Come here, do you know what? You know, have you ever seen that thing uh, on television? Um, House of Games. No. Your man Richard Osman he, that's on, the, um, on po- Pointless. He's the sort of brainy bloke on oh, Pointless. Oh, yeah, I know who he is, there, yeah. yeah. So, um, and he has this House of Games thing that he does, right? Yeah. And whatever, anyway, Grant. But there was um, this mad fact came up on it the other day that apparently Brian May once designed a range of sports bras. He's a gas man, isn't he? He's a gas man. Brian May and sports bras. Yeah, and didn't he have, like, didn't he fall over doing peas in the garden or something? (laughs) Put himself out, yeah, while gardening, yeah. He's a strange man. He's a very strange sort of a fella. Mm. I mean, Mm. designing sports bras with a perm and, (laughs) you know. And as PJ also mentioned there, etiquette on the way, because this show, right, I I haven't gotten into it yet. I haven't seen a single episode. It's the biggest thing in the world right now. PJ was just telling me this thing is like the biggest show on the planet. This... Bridgerton, is that Bridgerton. how you pronounce yeah, it? Bridgerton. Yeah. And um, and uh, Magic Mike has dreamed up a little etiquette quiz for PJ uh, to find out whether or not PJ would cut it. 
in the likes of a Bridgeton or anywhere Definitely, else yes. or a Downton or anything like that so we'll be finding that out later on look forward to that too right I know how to pee after I've been standing in a queue <laughs> Bruce Springsteen dancing in the dark here at Classic Hits waking up happy with PJ and Jim just nine minutes past seven o'clock on this Thursday Friday's Eve as we head towards uh, 830 euro on the hit bit a bit later this hour Magic Mike is standing by he's here with us today 087 on WhatsApp if you fancy getting involved uh, Bruce Springsteen of course one rock legend and from one rock legend to another albeit that uh, this particular rock legend appears to have lost his marbles somewhere along the way well yeah he's it's just a very odd man I think you know yeah we're talking about Brian May of course I mean the founder of Queen as yeah. well as being legendary guitarist with Queen and all that sort of stuff he's a genius like oh yeah I mean an absolute icon but, but like, man is a brush it's kind of like his latter years have been speckled with unusual things I hope mine are, spe- are you know as eventful as his like you remember like um Last year now, unfortunately, he had a heart attack and it was he got away with, thank God, he, he was okay after it. But do you remember before that he sprained his bottom in a well, gardening right. accident? He yeah. did. He pulled his bum and doing, like pulling something up out of the ground or yeah, something. Was, or overstretching. Yeah, and he sprained his bum and he yeah. had to go to hospital. He was literally, he was stretching for his sprouts. Yeah, it was and something. He, and he... And he did something unusual to yeah, his gluteus maximus. Just he got a hold of, his cu- of a couple of sprouts, he gave yeah. him a good yanking. You see, you do have to be careful. As, you know, man vegetables are, you know, they, yeah, they are delicate. They and are you delicate. do have to be careful when you're dealing with man vegetables. Or, I mean, a, sorry, a man's vegetables. And remember to keep your back straight if you are pulling on man vegetables. So you're, you're yeah, the ground. yeah. Um, anything like that. Your sprouts, your carrots. You know, not like that. Your plums. Absolutely. <laughs> Whatever it is, Be careful out there, people. Be careful. Uh, and saying. then, of course, he went on. Oh, he, he was he now, well, he's man into rescuing hedgehogs. He quite often shares pictures of hedgehogs on his Instagram page that he's rescued and brought back to life and all of that. Uh, he's been a big advocate of the badger for years. Yeah, the badger thing's interesting, isn't it? Like, he's proper into the badgers. Yeah, he loves badgers and hedgehogs, yeah. They're his passions in life, as badgers and hedgehogs. He loves them. Yeah. Uh, So much so that he's now launched a badger-scented fragrance for a good cause, which is the badger, of course. Right. Uh, So so if you have always dreamt of going out for a night on the town smelling of a badger and sandalwood fragrance, then now is your opportunity. He's released a new perfume. Badger and sandalwood. What woman has never wanted to what woman has ever? What woman hasn't said, "I'd love to smell like wildlife on L sticks when they're yeah. going." Do you know that way? So that's a, so that's an interesting combination, is it? Badger and sandalwood. Sandalwood is a very famous thing for for fragrances. Sandalwood seems to be used a lot. Yeah, I've never heard of it before. I've never mixed with badger though. I've never heard of sandalwood before. Would you have any inkling what a what scent of badger might be? I'd say it smells like an elf's armpit. Like I mean, you know, badger. I mean, badgers generally. They root around in damp owl areas, don't yeah, they? Yeah, hiding holes in the ground and clay and all. Yeah. You know, and the... I don't think I'd ever... strong like, scent. How would you compliment a, a lady if she was wearing that, like... Is that your badger I smell? <laughs> Excuse me. But I do believe there's a right smell of badger off you. You really... You reek of sandals and, yeah. and badger, yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm getting a sense of wet hair and... Old sticks. Mm. I belong. It smells like somebody hasn't shaved their legs in a while. Lovely. Absolutely lovely. Yeah. It's an unusual... I mean, yeah, it's an unusual thing it to is. promote I, like, the idea of wanting to have the scent of a badger coming out. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe badgers smell lovely. But I, a badger to me always is always... I always imagined would smell like a damp towel. Yeah. You know, that's what I would imagine a badger smells like. Yeah, exactly. So I don't I know. I mean, yeah, like, well, let's face it, you have lots of experience of wet dog. Lots. I mean, surely to God, a, smell. a badger couldn't be that much different to a wet dog. Well, then, I, then I'm spraying this all over. Then I'd be mad. <laughs> then I'd be like, I'd be going. If, if I ever managed to get anyone to convince anyone to go on a date with me up there, you, you wouldn't spray on the old wet dog fragrance, and I have a sniff of your hair for the evening. It'd be lovely. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but guess the, you have to be a dog person. <laughs> You do, Jim, you do. And now you've convinced me that he's right. You have to be a badger person. He also went on a rant about The Voice. He says he hates The Voice, he says, the TV show, during the press conference. Says that it's all about the full package. You know, you can't be, like, just hearing The Voice and thinking that that you've got someone that can make hits. You've got to have the image. You've got to have the look. You've got to have the talent as well. But the full package, and The Voice doesn't show you any of that. So, basically, um, smelling like a badger is sort of nice and looks are very important he's, he's taking us back to a different time telling mm. us looks really matter 
Yeah, um, it's all about how you look and how you smell. Yeah, so if you look that like Justin to be Bieber his and you smell like an old packet of sticks, you're laughing. You're on the yeah, you're on the road. The to, secret to success. Like I would have, I would have thought he'd be slamming it because of like you, you know, not enough musicianship and all that sort of stuff. That it was literally just somebody, you know, maybe belting out effectively cover versions. Or whatever, you well, know. I'd say there's a but bit like, of that as well. I don't like, believe you'd like, go for the whole kind of like Im- the whole Bloomin' shows about image, isn't it? You know, I don't know. Like their voice and and like let's face it, well, it's manufactured, isn't it? Well, yeah, but I suppose the whole thing is you can't see the judges can't see the person. Oh, of course, you right, know. Okay, initially, yeah, they yeah. just hear the voice and then they have to press the magic. No, but then chair. that's that's actually the opposite. Of what I you'd imagine he'd be the one kind of saying, you know. Judging somebody's looks is shallow. That's what I was that saying. That it should be a kind of a. It should be about the voice, and you know that's your talent. Exactly. Yeah. It's weird that that he take that view on it. But that was what I thought. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. And then he, he changes. I suppose maybe he's thinking one day a badger with a beautiful voice is going to turn up and bang out a, a few bars of Bohemian Rhapsody, and maybe someone in the chair won't turn around because they think that's just a bad human rather than a remarkable badger. Yeah, that's probably where he's leading to. So after the badger fragrance, the next thing will be like a badger, a badger toilet show, a toilet show, talent yeah. show. I was wondering what you were mean. I was like, I was why, going. Why did I say toilet? I was, I was just going to laugh there and sort of go right. That's I'll a Freudian you. slip. That is. You. What did you mean? All Saints Pure Shores here at Classic Hits. Eighteen and a half minutes past seven on this Thursday, Thursday fourteenth of January, Friday's Eve. Thanks for letting us hang out with you. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Still trying to come to terms of what it, what happened that I ended up saying Badger Toilet Show instead of Badger Talent Show. Like you said, it's a real Freudian slip thing. Are you bursting I mean, or something? Why do you? I mean, to be honest with you, there's every possibility that Brian May could come out with anything. That is very true. Badger Talent Show or Badger Toilet Show, to be perfectly honest with you. I have to say, in recent years, he's made himself like so sort of eccentric and interesting that he's one of the few people in the world I'd love to actually meet and hang around with I for a day. They do all, didn't, what's his name go a bit funny peculiar as well? Johnny Rotten. Didn't he kind of go all sort yeah. of like weird right wing and country gentleman or something? Well, Johnny Rotten is a contrarian. So basically, he just wants to be the opposite of what... The norm is, yeah. No, that's what he just so he'll cho- so back in the day when it was all very conservative, he was like, yeah, yeah, tell me what to do. God save the queen, me. You know, he was yeah. he went against all that and never, never mind. And then, and then of course the world. Yeah, everybody no. went super liberal, and he went, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, it's a load of nonsense. Yeah, you're all snowflakes. Yeah, look at you all being, you know, so he's just a contrarian, like, yeah. he's great. that's why he's great crack, you know. So what you're saying is basically you don't you don't think there's any point in pitching the idea of a badger toilet show, is that what you're saying to me? Well, I think you'll have to show me a few diagrams, because I'm really struggling to imagine what it is. Classic Robbie Williams, one of his best. Let me entertain you here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Almost 23 minutes to 8 o'clock in time. Final call, in fact. Final time that we can get you involved in the hit bit. Magic Mike standing by, waiting to find out if you want to play for our 830 euro. Get him on uh, WhatsApp 87 Let him know you want to have a go with the cash. Uh, we were talking about uh, Brian May earlier on. We were saying that he was slamming the voice and all that sort of stuff. He said that... Uh, it doesn't factor in the whole look and image and all of this kind of stuff that's no. a big part of becoming successful in the music business and everything. But it appears that we're all becoming... Who'd have thought that a weird side effect of, of COVID and restrictions and being, you know, having to stay in your house and not interacting with people would be that we'd all kind of become a little bit self-conscious of how we look. Face fiddlers. Face fiddlers. We're all turning into a nation of face fiddlers. In fact, ourselves and the Brits, face fiddling all over the place. Uh, so the Zoom boom, they're calling it. Because 70% of the working population now, to some degree, have to use video calls, right? They right. have to use video calls. But you just can't go around and meet people like we used to. And that means we're, a lot of us, um, we're all sitting around looking at our own faces for quite long amounts of time. And it also means that we have more time on our hands to Google. Oh, what can you do about a little bit of a double chin there now? Or what can you do about my... Very miniature lips that look like I don't know a duck's bottom or something. Or what can I do about me? My are my eyes very close? You know you can start yeah. doing all. So people are being very self-critical, which is very people are being very hard on themselves. I'm sure, which is always the case. You know when people do that. Hmm. See why my nose, right? See why my nose is like oh, it goes down under my mouth. It doesn't. <laughs> it does look. See the way my nose there, the way it's hooking down. See the way it's yeah. down more than need me lip. It isn't. Oh, you're not looking at it, right I can see it. I can see. You can't. You're mental. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're the one looking out. Yeah. But, 
Uh, so basically, people are seeing themselves when they could jump onto these web calls. Yeah, so they're watching themselves they're, all day. They're seeing their faces on these Zoom calls. And they're starting to and notice starting, their own imperfections. They're starting to get, and they're seeing how they talk and how they interact with people, which you would never see beforehand. You look in the mirror, Grant, mm. but when Zoom, I'm talking to you, I'm watching myself talking to you. And it's making people really self-conscious. Yeah. And now, like, some surgeries over in London are, like, double booked. They're complete. They're booked out for months in advance. People can't even get in to get their face fiddled with uh, because of the Zoom boom. So everybody's Zoom got, boom. Because of the Zoom boom, yeah. Uh, and, all, and people have so much time to research everything. So they're getting first, their first ever Botox and fillers. That's the slippery slope. And then they want their eyelids lifted and their, their jowls need a softening or, you know, they're... <laughs> Their ears need a pinning or I don't know what they'd be doing. But they're fiddling with their faces. I have a sneaky suspicion there's no official treatment called gel softening. I don't know. <laughs> I think there is. I think there is a gel softener. I tell you, so you'd, if anything, you'd need your gels tightened, not softened. You couldn't soften. Imagine, that'd be great to go in there and say, listen, I'm... I'm a very good-looking man. I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm upsetting my war colleagues. Could you give me a? Could you soften yeah. up the gel? I mean, I, like I, I, do, I cut a dash. You couldn't just soften up my gels, yeah, so I'd look a bit like normal people. Could just you? To fa- make it fair on everybody. I'm going to grow a comb over, soften up the gels. You know, bring on the old yeah. aging process. You know, make everybody feel. It's a, a little bit mad bad. side effect that you'd end up in a situation like that, where like normally. Because normally everything is about comparisons with other people. You know, when you interact and you see what... That's the way human nature is, you know? Like, all of these things that you aspire to wouldn't mean anything if there wasn't other people for all these comparisons. That's just the way nature is. But... And now the fact that you're you're isolated from them, and yet you still want to more paranoid than ever. Yeah, more paranoid than ever. You want people looking at you, going, oh, "God, he's a handsome devil." Yeah, you're there. I suppose at least when I was talking to him in the office, I could turn to the side or something. Yeah, or, or you know, I could puff out my my very distracting chest. Or, you know, make the better for it when it just face I assume, on. by the way, now, this is all face-only fiddling, yeah? There's only, like, because of the Zoom thing. It's the, just it's just from the chin up. Yeah, this is the, yeah, the Zoom Because that would be amazing if somebody went in and said, yeah, I'd like to get a boob job. I've just noticed on Zoom. What I, sort of Zoom calls are you on? Them. Yeah, I can't see them. What do you mean you want to be... Oh, could you put them yeah. up around my ears? Exactly. Could you lift them so that, you know, when I'm on a Zoom call, like, my chin is resting on them? Yeah, right up there, you know. Make it easy as well, like them, like them airplane pillows, but turned the wrong way round. That's what I'd like. What I'd like. Yeah. yeah. What sort of company do you work in? That'd be amazing. If they suddenly, some people suddenly went in, and said their Zoom calls had made them self-conscious of their bottom. What do you want? Are you sure you're doing Zoom calls the right way? A full body Zoom call. What way are you doing it? And that's the gas thing. For everyone like that, there's another person who's the completely the opposite way. You know, some mad lad who's completely deranged and he has the old gel softening going on for years and the, the comb over, you know. Yeah. And he got the fags on and he puts a, t- a tie on around his football jersey and sits there and thinks he looks fantastic. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I know that's, Those that's people a better way to be. Absolutely. So self-secure that they just they couldn't care less. I must, I must look amazing in this. They're wearing a dicky bow with <laughs> a tracksuit and all. Me, me, me 1970s Adidas tracksuit. Yeah, and that new tie I got out of the cracker at Christmas. He said, good morning, everyone. You look fabulous. I see you've all made the effort. As you, as you can notice, I didn't have to. Naturally fabulous there. Yes, exactly. People pay good money for this sort of gel softening that I've got going on, you know. Goes to the toilet during the Zoom meeting, trips over his comb over. You know, these are the type of lads I aspire to be. I'm going to start on it now. I'm not even going bald now with the comb over. Classic hits. And now, the hit bit with Supermax. Hitting the right notes with a 100% fresh festive five ounce. Now that's tasty and tempting. Hit bit. It's a bit of a really famous hit. It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit. But what hit is it? I can't get up there. I was having a go. I thought I might be able to do it. It was like you were on the ladder there. Yeah, it was like, it was like someone hit me in the neck. Uh, so uh, that was amazing. I know. I have a go. One thing, I'm not afraid to fail. That's for sure. Uh, Eight hundred and thirty euro. That's what we have for you on the hit bit this morning. Here's what it sounds like before we get in. Oh, sorry. There, there it is. Go. I was a little premature on my hit bit there. Yeah, in fairness, I'm not a man to finish a sentence either. Uh, and Suzanne, or is it Susan Byrne? How are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Is it Susan or Suzanne? Susan. Susan, how's it going? I'm sorry about that. What's the crack? Where are you today, Susan? 
I'm actually, I live in Limerick, but obviously originally from Dublin. Oh, okay. Obviously. I love that. Yeah. Isn't it gas? <laughs> people from Cork and people from Dublin always have to say, well, here I am, but where I'm from is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Don't mistake it. me for one of them. <laughs> well, the reason I say it is people always say in Limerick, as soon as I open my mouth, you know I'm from Dublin. That's why I say it. But well, there you go, yes. So you're, right you're sort of hitting them with the double point there, yeah? Proud, <laughs> proud <laughs> dub, Susan Byrne. And and what come here? What is bro- wacky. What, what what has you on the road at the moment? Where are you off to, or where are you coming from, I'm or what actually, are you? I'm actually on my way to Dublin. Believe it or not. <laughs> Even though I'm not supposed to go, I have to go. I have a medical issue. All right, All right. So that'll do for us. You're that, off the hook. That works for me, Susan. I Thanks thought you were so confident to win the hit that you were coming to collect the money in person. She's coming for the cash. <laughs> right, let's do it. I could do that as well on me way, so it, it tells. <laughs> well, let's see if you get it right first. What do you think it is? Okay, I think it's Billy Joel, Big Shot. Right, Big Shot. Big let's go. Shot. Very appropriate, Michael. This had to be it. Right. <laughs> Susan, it was worth a shot, but it's wrong. I'm sorry. Oh, That's terrible. Oh, well, sorry, Susan, but good luck on the road and stay yeah, safe today. Safe yeah. driving. Have a good day, Susan. Take care of yourself. Cheers. Take care. Bye bye now. Take care. There, she's great, isn't she? Force of nature. Force of nature on the way. I think I can feel her coming. <laughs> uh, uh, Vicky O'Driscoll on next. How are you, Vicky? Hi, how are you guys? What's oh, the crack, super, Vicky? Vicky. Where are you this morning, Vicky? I'm in Cork. Ah, Cork. Hey, <laughs> There you go. <laughs> oh, Vic- no, I'm in Cork. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, Vicky, you're from Cork, obviously. I'm from Cork and in Cork, yeah. Of course you are, of course you are. How are you feeling today? What's up? Is there anything going on for you? I don't know, just stuck in work now at the moment. So yeah, then. yeah. Well, good stuff, good stuff. Well, let's try and give you a few quid this morning then, Vicky. 830 quid. It's, uh, I think it's Alicia Keys' Empire State of Mind. Good oh, song. Good song, very good song. <laughs> good choice, Vicky. Right, Empire State of Mind, Michael. Okay, the key to this, lads, is to give a shot. But it's wrong. I'm sorry, Vicky. Uh, Unlucky. <laughs> oh, we let you down, Vicky. Sorry about that. So Listen, have a good day. Keep at it, Vicky. You, Thanks for talking you. to us. No problem. Thanks for the game. Cheers. Cheers. See you later. Take care. Bye-bye. Right, so no joy for Vicky, no joy for Susan. It means uh, Niall Boylan uh, takes up the gauntlet at half one today. You can have another shot at the hit bit in that 830 quid. Yeah, still a pile of money. Classic hits, Donnie. I keep saying it. The wrong answers are all there. Uh, it's definitely not Bon Jovi, apparently. <laughs> But you never know if that's a clue either. Yes, the Communards don't leave me this way. Nine minutes past eight o'clock, Thursday morning, Thursday 14th of January, Friday's Eve here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. Thanks for letting us hang out with you. 087-188-0008 as always, particularly if you want to have a go at winning yourself an exclusive Classic Hits PJ and Jim hoodie. That's our prize on the breakfast table quiz this week. 13 is the score you're going to need. You've got to beat the Dirty Dozen. 13 will take you top of the leaderboard and put you in prime spot. Magic Mike standing by as always. He's with us today. 087-188-0008. Now, uh, yesterday on the show, actually, to be honest with you, we didn't really do it on the show. We, PJ and myself were talking off air about this Bridgerton show. Jim, it's the biggest Which I thing. haven't seen. Just to put it in perspective, it is one of the biggest shows Netflix has ever released. So much so, and the first series has been so successful on its release uh, at Christmas time, that they think they may commission it for a further eight series without even doing it in uh, degrees. You know? Eight? So, they, so yeah. Now, there's talk of it. Maybe this is part of the PR talk of it all. You know, you never know what's really true and what not. But there's talk of it. And it's been, like, out to hundreds of millions of people have watched it up until now. And the cast came out and they, they did this reveal saying that part of the reason for its success is because they were forced to do endless hours of etiquette lessons, etiquette and behaviour lessons, that to learn how to dance and ride a horse and eat at a dinner table and how to put on clothes. Like Because it, it, it is a period drama, isn't it? Well, yeah, they, they, the cast themselves describe it as a period drama set in 1813 that has been dipped in candy floss. So it's very much got a modern twist on it. You know that sort of thing? Right. So, so I mean, I, I haven't seen a single second of it, but I'm intrigued by it now. I'm going to have to check it out. And PJ was literally, as, as you just said there, he was saying it's like it is the biggest show that appears on the planet at the moment. Everybody else appears to be watching it or talking about it the or whatever. The world is watching it. I saw, I, I ran out of things to watch at Christmas Day. Uh, or Christmas when I think it might have been Stephen say I'm not sure or I ran out of things to watch I says I'll stick this on it was it was trending at number one and um, 
It did nothing for me. <laughs> oh dear. And now, but the thing is, it's one of those, I feel like I didn't watch a property or something because yeah. it's, it's gone on to be so, so, so popular. I'm like, I'm definitely watching it right. again. Right. I'm going to have to watch a bit of it myself. But anyway, listen, this thing inspired our magic mic, okay? Uh, because, as PJ said, literally the cast themselves said they had, they were grilled on appropriate etiquette. They had to learn a whole load of etiquette in yeah. relation to fulfilling the role. So it wasn't just learning the lines. They had to learn this whole rake of other stuff that went around the etiquette of the time that Indeed, it was set yeah. in. 1813, yeah. yeah. So it inspired Magic Mike to, to, to create a quiz um, uh, which will test whether or not PJ Gallagher is indeed a gentleman of the 1830s. A gentleman or a cad, Jim. Yeah. Now, this actually, this goes across men and women, <laughs> this little quiz, right? Oh, okay, but it'll, it'll, very good. I mean, you, you know, as a gentleman, you would understand how the, how the fairer sex would have to behave naturally in this situation. Oh, so you wouldn't God. be just responsible for your own etiquette. You'd understand what was expected of your partner this or is, friend or You whatever. see everyone what he's doing. He set me up for a failure here. He's getting ready to give me a kick, I think. <laughs> no, right, so here's the little quiz. Right, so here we go. Multiple choice. That'll make it easier. Multiple yeah. choice. You ready for this? Okay. Right. And there you go. I've got the appropriate music playing in the background. Oh, you do? There. I like it, yeah. yeah. I, feel so like I'm, I feel like we're readying ourselves for a ball, Jim. Ladies and gentlemen, the Earl of Marino, Mr. <laughs> PJ Gallagher. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. Right, here we go. <sighs> PJ Gallagher, you are a gentleman walking with a lady. Indeed. You come to a flight of stairs. How do you proceed up the stairs? Is it A... You wait until she is safely at the top and then you go up the stairs. Is it B, you walk behind the lady up the stairs? Is it C, you go in front of the lady up the stairs? Or is it D, you walk next to the lady up the stairs? Oh my God. Well, in real life, I'd say, oh, are you going upstairs? You wouldn't grab me while you're up there. I'd say, if you're up yeah. there, I was on to go... Will you get my gloves? I think I left them on, yeah, the, on if, the banister Will you there. just grab me charger on the way back down, please? <laughs> just grab the charger. Oh, God, I'll get it myself. Yeah, useless. Jeepers. I don't suppose you fancy grabbing me me, me, slot, me nice runners. No. Yeah, stick on the electric blanket for me while you're up there, will you? Yeah, okay, grab. That's not an answer. Uh, no. Can be. I, so, would some, I would imagine that in the day with the big dresses and all, steps being dangerous and the funny shoes, that you walk behind the lady in case she tumbles and you can catch her. That would seem to make sense. But yeah. apparently, it, proper etiquette is you go in front of the lady. Really? Men always go ahead of the lady in going upstairs, and while in going downstairs, you will follow her. Oh, really? Yes. So I'm afraid, PJ Gallagher, that is a... <coughs> right, here we makes go. Makes no sense. I suppose you I know. Doesn't, that... doesn't actually make sense. That's him. I, I get the charger. Stay where you are. Exactly. Would have been a much better answer. Right. You are a Victorian gentleman walking with a lady. You, here's the best. You enter a carriage. Oh, my for God's sake. You enter a carriage with her. Which seat do you take? Do you take the seat facing backwards? Do you let backwards. the lady... <laughs> do you let the lady choose which seat she wants and then you take whichever is left? Do you take the seat facing forwards? Or do you sit in front with the coachman? <laughs> Ah, for God's oh. sake! Yes, go up there with the with the workers. Well, yeah, it's well, it's like a minivan. Then is what right. We're so you're in a coach, right? Horse-drawn carriage. Well, I, I assume. can't equate to a horse-drawn. A, a oh, minivan. Don't, hang on a second, right? You're from the north side of Dublin. Of course, you can relate to horse-drawn stuff, right? <laughs> so, seat facing backwards. So you're back to where you're going. Yeah. You let the the lady choose, and then you just take whatever's left. Right. The seat facing forwards or in front with the coachman. Right, well, what I do every time I go out anywhere, and I, whether I'm with a man or a woman, is where do you want to sit? So I, re- I think so. So you'd let the lady so I'd choose. Say, yeah, where, where are you sitting? Make up your mind. Okay. Oh, I'm God's afraid. Sake. I'm afraid you always take the seat facing backwards. Really? A gentleman is not allowed to sit next to a lady unless he is her husband, brother, father, or son. Oh, that my actually God. doesn't help that, that answer at all. But not that they would sit beside a woman at all. No, unless you're related by by birth or marriage. So if you're in the park and there's only one bench and there's a woman sitting on you, can't say... Is That's it? it, you just move on. Actually, to be honest with you, that leads me to my next question. Right. You are a man walking alone on the street <laughs> and you meet a lady with whom you know well. Oh, right. Oh, she yeah. wants to talk with you. Oh. What is the proper etiquette in this situation? Go away. So, here, <laughs> here we go. Turn and walk with her yeah. while you talk. Stop where you are and stand there until the conversation's finished. She should turn and walk with you because she's the one who wants to do the talking. Or you ignore her 
because it's not proper to speak to a lady oh, on the street. Definitely that one. Listen, I'm having none of it. I'm in an, I'm in an awful rush. People will talk. Good luck. I'll talk to you when you're... So you're going for yeah. ignore her? I'll see you I'll see you at the bar with Mick next week. <laughs> That's what it'll be like that. Oh, for God's sake. Now, apparently you turn and walk with her the direction she was going while you talk. Back towards our house. Yeah. Should the neighbours be talking? Apparently the lady has the right to approach the man and if you wish to converse with her, you walk in her direction as a courtesy to her. For flaming hell, I can't. I'll never, I wouldn't have lasted 10 minutes. Um, yeah, you haven't done well so far. Yeah, uh, Although it's getting better because, in fairness, this time you have to imagine you're the lady. Okay, I can do that. This might work better for you, right? So you're the lady. Right. Which of these are you not allowed to wear in the morning? Oh, for God's sake, Right. Jim. So, PJ, are you not allowed to wear diamonds or pearls? Are you not allowed to wear white gloves? Are you not allowed to wear a bonnet? Or are you not allowed wear curls in your hair? Oh my god! Well, I'd say diamonds are pearls. That's very much evenings. Diamonds and pearls. Yes! yes! You see, you do much better as a lady. Of course, yeah. Because if you drop your diamonds and pearls into your cereal, you break your teeth. <laughs> it's it's because they can't. were considered evening wear. Yeah, well, that's actually what I said first. I was just saying, yeah, I think that's, yeah, you couldn't be hanging around. Bray. Imagine sitting there with your bowl of weed a and a full set of diamonds. Like, that's very dizzy. Well, I, I think that sounds amazing. <laughs> that is, if I ever owned Diamonds and Pearls, that's exactly what I'd do. Yeah, sitting yeah. there in your pyjamas or your tracksuit with your Diamonds and Pearls on, eating your rice krispies. I actually heard Jim only puts his pearl earrings on for a bowl of cocoa pops. <laughs> Right, next one. You see, you're, you're on a roll now with a lady, right? So again, you are a lady. What is the maximum number of dances that a lady can dance with the same man? Oh, one, sure. Is it, is it two, three, four, or five? Right, so it's not one, then. Right, it's not one. Um, <laughs> it's... Oh, I know this one, Jim. It's one. That's not even an answer. Right. Two, three, four, or five? Ah, uh, two. It's overkill after You're going two. for two? Yes. She'd be hot. Oh, what is it then? She'd be hogging the allowed, same gentleman. She's allowed three. Oh, is she really? Apparently, yes. It's quite a lot, considering some of those classical music songs go on for 15 minutes. This is brilliant. Look at this. At some balls, each of the ladies had a little card with all of the dances listed on it. In asking for a particular dance from a lady, the gentleman would write his name in the desired slot oh, on the card. So it's to stop your man so, from yeah. filling in all the what slots. You, what have you got after the waltz? I'm, I'm very good at the foxtrot. You yeah. stick me down for the foxtrot. Will you? Yeah, stick, stick I'm, me in. I tell you, I'm at the putting Tony in for the Foxtrot. Oh, here. Right, okay. Just put us in for two discos and the salsa and we call it a night. It'll be yeah. all right. And then yeah. I'll see you over at the pick and mix. Yeah? <laughs> right, okay. So that I'm oh. annoyed. Okay, you've won right so far, right? There's not many left. This here we go. very hard. Come on, you can redeem this. Again, you are a lady, right? Yeah. And as a lady, as you'd know this anyway, PJ, all ladies need to make their morning calls. They do, yeah. Right, so you... So when you arrive at the house, right, to inform the lady of the house that you are there, you send your footman in with calling cards. But how many do you send in? Right? Oh, my God. Do you send only one of your own? Your husband is not with you. <laughs> do you send two of your own and one of your husband's? <laughs> one of do you your send own. one of your own and two of your husband's? Or do you send one of your own and one of your husband's? One of each. One of each. You're yeah. going for one of your own and uh, one... Yeah. Oh, okay. no, you can't send off clatter lads into someone else's house. Yeah. Okay, here we go. <coughs> you send one of your own and two of your husband's. You're kidding me. Two of your husband's... Call- Why are you sending out calling cards at all? So they'd be the eyes and ears. They'd be ratting her out. She went to the jacks five times. And look at this. Yeah. Your, your calling card would go to the lady of the house, as did one of your husband's. Your husband's other card would go to the master of the house. Oh, for God's sake. It was so difficult to do anything, wasn't it? Why would you bother? How, my, how would you keep up with this? Imagine imagine you have to do text messages in the same way. <laughs> you know, I'm going yes. to text Mike I'll now. be texting your wife shortly. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah, don't you. worry, I will first be texting the master <laughs> of the house, you and my footman. Who will this be, is know, mad stuff. Right, here's the last one, right? right. Last chance to redeem yourself. Um, uh, ladies developed their own silent way of flirting with their fans, which many young oh. men learned quickly. What did it mean if a lady twirled her fan <laughs> in her right hand? Twirled her fan. I didn't know what that meant there when they said, I thought it was fans as in, like, you know. People. People who were like, you know, oh, like no, you yeah. have fans, PJ Gallar. Oh, no, I no. thought it was like that. Oh, no, this is very but No, dignified. so these are the ones that keep it cool. Keep it cool, yeah. Right. Real fan. Okay, fan. so basically, uh, what did it mean if a lady twirled her fan in her right hand? Did it mean, I love you? Did it mean, I wish to speak to you? Did it mean, kiss me? Or did it mean, I love another? 
Oh, it must it must mean I I, I, I love another as a bit saucy, isn't it? With a fan. You wouldn't be you, you right. that raunchy with an L fan. Uh, kiss me in the middle of a place, I doubt it. You just say give us a mooch or whatever. Right. Um but I can't in Victorian times, would you? Yeah. You think, you think twiddling your fan is a bit risque, but give us a mooch is all right. Is it? <laughs> like you know what I mean? If you're standing there twiddling your fan in the air, it'd be a bit rude, wouldn't yeah. it? You know, like people would be the other side of the ballroom going, Look at your woman twiddling. Is she She's twiddling her fan in yeah, public yeah. there. Yeah, she's she's dirty and oh my god, yeah, she's mad to mooch to master Hayes with the you know she wears her pearls in the breakfast <laughs> and everything. For her. Uh, I'd say I'd, I'd say it's, what are you uh, going for? I want to talk to you. Let's go. You're for a going chat. for? I wish to speak to you. Yeah, <laughs> it's oh actually I love another. Is it? So yeah, yeah, it's basically their way of saying you're wasting your time. You're joking me. Yeah, no. Apparently, if you wanted to speak to somebody, you touched the tip of your finger. Yeah. Uh, you t- so oh, not even to your mouth. You just touched the tip of your finger with the other finger, and and that meant I wish to speak to you. Um, Time out, like uh, well, look at it. This. this is mad. Look, placing the handle on your lips meant kiss me. Drawing it across your cheek meant I love you. Oh, and touching oh, touching the tip with your finger meant I want to speak to you. Touching the tip of your tip of your fan with your finger. To be honest with you, I think you did very well getting one. They were hard, man. And suffice to say, you are no gentleman. And in fact, nor are you a lady. You've explained three of them three times to me. I still don't understand one of them. I still think that... All I can still think about is you now with pair of earrings eating cocoa pops. <laughs> and, I, and that means... That's an image to keep, buddy. I don't know what it means. Yeah, blue all rise. Here at Classic Hits. Breakfast table quiz on the way. Magic Mike standing by waiting to hear from you on WhatsApp. 087 Let him know if you want to play. If you can get that score 13, the PJ and Jim Classic Hits hoodie could be yours. And in the meantime, it's, uh, it seems that, uh, PJ Gallagher, you found your uh, ideal home, yeah? Oh, I found um, the house, that, uh, the perfect home for anyone. Now, it's up there. Is it up there on Daft, is it? I don't think you're going to see this on Daft, I'll oh, be really? honest with you. Yeah, okay. it's, it's in LA for a start, and it is the world's largest personal home. Uh, largest personal home? The largest home. It's up for sale after almost a decade of construction. It's finally up for sale. It's gargantuan. There's a word for you. Gargantuan. Mm. 105,000 square feet is what Sheepers it is. Jeepers tonight. Uh, it's in, La- uh, in LA, in Bel Air. Of course it's in Bel Air. Where else could it be? Uh, is it a famous owner? Do we know who it is? No, no, no idea who it is. I think it's it, just been under construction. I, I'm reading the... It, the names hold on the pair we're in screen my film producer Niall Niami whoever that is Niall Niami ring a bell no no does nothing for me uh, but they own the five acres of land on this on where this house is set you know uh, and they reckon they're going to get 340 million for the house oh my god now there's god. a figure for you that'll curl your toes right 340 million Human heck. But now, and I'm telling you... For a house. For a house. For a house in, in Bel Air. Wait you hear this, right? So it's 21 bedrooms, right? Okay. 21. Now, bear in mind... So I it's, a, it's a medium-sized hotel. Yeah. Bear in mind, I wouldn't let me mind to me, Gaffin Dunleary, right? 21 bedrooms. As if, like, this is huge. 42 bathrooms. I hear you can't, I mean, even you, with the trouble you have with your waterworks, couldn't need that many bathrooms. Jim, that's two, that's two jacks per bedroom. Like, this is outrageous, right? Yeah. 42 bathrooms, uh, and, and it has a nine-figure price, of course it does. They also say it has five swimming pools. Now, I would say there's counties <laughs> in Ireland that don't have five swimming pools. I was just about to say that, yeah. Right? There, there might be counties in Ireland that don't have one. Yeah. Uh, I, public swimming baths. I know, and this gap has five. Five swimming pools. It has a 30-car... Um, multi-story car park. Oh, so it is, I mean, basically it is a medium-sized hotel. That's what it is, except there's only, what, two people living in it? Well, there's no one living in it now. They, they've built it up and it took ten years. They, the people who built it thought, oh, should we be in long time? They didn't think it was going to take ten years. So by the time it was built, they had lost interest in it. Uh, so I always think is great about things, I mean, apart from them being ridiculous, but... You know the idea. Obviously, if you're if you're that wealthy enough to buy it, you're never going to worry about normal things. I but know. if but if for some reason a normal person after a I don't know a Euro Millions win or something, God, you'd need probably more than that. But anyway, um, if they ended up with like you know buying it and didn't realise that with it you're going to have to bring in the staff. I know. And then you're faced with cleaning it, <laughs> and there's only you and heating the thing. <laughs> And heating. Imagine turning on the radiator yeah. in the corner. Because you don't want to turn on central heating because it'd be, you know, wasting yeah. the house. And yeah. Where did I put that? Oh my God, it's the other side of it. 
Oh, I'm going to leave it in the other room. Yeah, oh, sure. Go I'm on. Gonna have to, you're going to have to call me a taxi. I'll have to go to the other side of the house. Oh, jeez, I can't use the car. It'd be terrible. Oh, give us the horse. Bring us the horse. I'll go down to the jacks. Uh, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. And like that, and here's just to show you how potty rich people can be as well, right? Right. Just how absolutely potty. They also have a four-lane bowling alley, and you go, grand, rich yeah. people. But they have a philanthropy wing. A philanthropy wing. Right, so you can host charity balls to help people who aren't as fortunate as yourself. <laughs> like, yeah. isn't that absolutely bizarre? Like, because God forbid, you know, you could live in a house like that and not have an entire wing of your house dedicated. I mean, yes, some would say the money would be better spent on buying a local wing for a hospital, but no, a philanthropy wing uh, for your own house. That's an amazing. Thing. They probably use that as a tax write-off. Yes, yes, yes okay. The house is three hundred and forty million dollars, but. But I do have a philanthropy wing. I mean, I, surely I get a tax write-off yeah. for that. What sort of country are we living in when you don't get a tax break for your philanthropy wing? It's, outra- <sighs> it's outrageous. There's a 30-seat movie theatre in it. Uh, they say that they... And the best thing is, on the description of selling the house, this is what I love, right? Yeah. Now, bear in mind everything I've just told you about this house, right? Uh, it says on the brochure, despite the opulence, this is a house that is light, bright and low fuss. <laughs> low fuss! Yeah. Uh, have you ever heard anything more so ridiculous in your life? Uh, like floor to ceiling windows, California sunshine, a philanthropy wing, bowling alleys, and they say yes, but a bit, you know, not, remarkably low fuss. Yeah. Are you actually serious? You need you need 130 staff to run this place, and you're calling it a low fuss? That's incredible. Yeah. yeah the idea of a quiet night in, you know, getting a pizza and watching Netflix or something in a house like that. I know. Imagine, sure, you'd be there. You could literally call over a few of your mates and be sitting there, and then they go, they text you, going, "Are you home?" Yeah, yeah. I am. I've been here for hours. I've been here for hours waiting on you. What side of the house are you in? Where do you think I am? I'm in the philanthropy wing. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for you to come over. We could, you know, donate a slice of pizza to poor people or something. Yeah, yeah. You you could literally, you could, you you could be at home for two or three weeks in this house and not know if your family were home at the same time. That's but uh, amazingly Actually, bizarre, the whole thing. That's, in your mind, that's what makes it worth $340 million. Fairness, yeah. There has to be some value to it, doesn't there? Breakfast Table Quiz. It's time for the Breakfast Table Quiz. Win the best prize out there is. Try to get the biggest score. Hope the next call gets the more. It's the Breakfast Table Quiz. The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. This week, somebody walks away with a prize that money can't buy. The exclusive classic hits PJ and Jim hoodie, courtesy of our friends at jackandjay.com is what we have up for grabs. It's going to take 13 at least to win it, PJ. Yes, it will. 13, which is a big ask in fairness, uh, but it has been done plenty of times before. We're just sort of looking for that lucky 13 player. And Stephen Hayes is going to be the one to take it on today. How are you, Stephen? Good morning, guys. How's it going, Stephen? Where are you in the world? I'm in work in Minkan in Shannon. All right, okay. Good stuff. And uh, are you allowed to tell us what you do? Is it highly confidential? Uh, we make industrial um, rock drills. Industrial what? Rock drills. Rock drills. Oh, okay. Rock drills. For mining. Oh, For mine, mine. Okay. oh, God, yeah. So real man's work. There you basically, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proper man stuff, yeah. PJ. I've always thought, I always, you know, every time I see those TV shows, you know, miners underground and all, yeah. like I actually get claustrophobia in my bed looking at that. <laughs> like that's, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's stuff terrifies If the duvet is too high up in you, oh, yeah, they're like, oh, oh God, I can't breathe. I'll be like, I need, I need the light, I'll have to put my phone lamp on my head. <sighs> right, uh, listen, Stephen, the, the very best of luck with this, right? We're looking for at least 13. I mean, if you can get more, even better. There'll be only one day left to play then tomorrow for somebody to try and take it off you. So 60 seconds, you feeling good? Well, I can try my best. That's all I can do. Absolutely. Very best of luck, sir. Here we go. In what European country are French, Flemish and German the official languages? Switzerland. It's Belgium. What sea is the transformation stage in the life cycle of a butterfly? Cocoon. Chrysalis, apparently. In medicine, the abbreviation CPR stands for cardiopulmonary what? Respiration. Resuscitation. Koalas are native to what country? Australia. Who is third in the line of succession to the British throne? Uh, Prince Charles It's Prince Henry Which Oscar winning actor Starred in Forrest Gump Tom Hanks How many colours Are there in a Rubik's Cube Nine Six Which hoofed Hoofed animal Can either be a billy Or a nanny Goat Which word meaning Crib in French Is used in English Or for a day nursery Pass Crèche Are rhino horns Made of bone Or compacted fibres 
compact of fibres. Ray-Ban and Oakley are famous makers of what I wear? Glasses. I'll give you that. What is the main meat ingredient in moussaka? Lamb. What is the official language of the Netherlands? Dutch. Yes, yes, well done. Come here to me, Stephen. I'd nearly gonna call. I got a call for a judge's inquiry into this. These questions were ridiculous today. <laughs> they were. That was a tough start. Crisis. That was a tough resuscitation. start. Resuscitation. And I, I think they. And Prince Henry and all. Would you get out of it? Yeah, you you're hard done by you, Stephen. You fell foul of a tough start, Stephen. That's for sure. Didn't okay. quite make it to the thirteen. But listen, uh, you were a brave man having a go at it. Fair play to you. No, I have to let. Listen, Stephen, take care if I of yourself. Was you, I'd stick one of them drill bits in your hand and come down chasing the person who wrote those questions this morning. <laughs> yeah, some somebody's rocks. Somebody's rocks need drilling. That's for sure. <laughs> have a good day, Stephen. Take care, man. Thanks, guys. Cheers, take care, man. See you, Stephen. The breakfast table quiz.